This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagistilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. His extraordinary seven-day series entitled, Welcome Holy Spirit, is one of Pastor Ray's most anointed. So prepare to be overwhelmingly blessed as he takes on the spiritual challenge of explaining the character, holy nature, and role of the often misunderstood third person of the blessed Holy Trinity. We're reminded that after Jesus returned to heaven, it was none other than the Holy Spirit himself whom he sent to earth to personally help each of us every day to fulfill our God-given purpose in this lifetime. Actually living within us, yet also one with the Father and the Son, his promise is never to leave us as he so powerfully ministers as master teacher, lover of pure truth, righteous judge, comforter, and loving counselor. What a comfort it should be to know that, if we allow Him, He will absolutely change us and direct our path. How can we not confidently ask ourselves, how can the Holy Spirit help me today? I believe this is a really important message, especially in this day and age and hour that we live. I believe that we need to uh, not only know, know, the Holy, know about the Holy Spirit, but we need to know Him. Uh, we have information about Him but we need to know him like we've never known him before um, because his work, as Jesus has outlined it in, in these uh, scriptures and verses that we're talking, isolating in John's gospel, uh, really point to the, the exact work and purpose that the Holy Spirit has come or has been sent uh, to us. And um, uh, we see here that this is some very powerful and very extremely important work that the Holy Spirit comes to do in our lives. And if we can stay in tune to the Holy Spirit's presence in our life and stay sensitive to the Holy Spirit, um, I'm telling you what, there's nothing that we're not going to be able to do. We're going to be able to accomplish everything we set out to accomplish because the Holy Spirit is there. And as we've already revealed and we'll read it, because his overall purpose, his overall reason for coming and living inside the believer is to help us. So with that, let's go over to John's Gospel, and let's see chapter 14, and let's read verse 15. And Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. I've got to get on that one day and really preach about the benefit of obedience, the blessings that follow obedience, because there's a lot of disobedience in the world. There's disobedience in the church, too, I hate to say it. But wherever we obey, there's a blessing that's attached to it. So let's be obeyers. Let's learn to obey and follow the word of God, and uh, there will always be a blessing. Because if you truly love the Lord, you're going to do what he says. You're not just going to be one that says, I love God, and live some other kind of way. That's a different message for a different time, so let's get into it. But, but if you love me, keep my commandments. And he says in verse 16, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you, and he will be in you. 
I will not leave you orphans, I will come to you. So we learn some really wonderful uh, things in this particular verse about the Holy Spirit. First of all, like I said, his overall purpose in our lives is to help us. He's the, he's the helper. So the, the thing that we need to understand as believers is that we have, we possess within us, because Jesus also taught us here in these same verses, that the Holy Spirit just doesn't come on us. He doesn't come around us. He actually comes to live in us. So we have within us the ever-present, ever-ready help, divine help of God available to us whenever and wherever we would ever need that help. So he says, the helper, I pray the Father will come and he will send you another helper. So we've got the help of God. So I don't, I don't think any of us should ever uh, feel like we're helpless because you're not. Because you have, you have God's help available to you. This is the awesome thing about uh, Christianity, about our God and what we, what, we, what we know about him is that he didn't just leave us here by ourselves to try to figure it out. He comes to us in the form and the person of the Holy Spirit to live in us to help us. So you see, one of, the, one of, the, one of the problems is that sometimes we, we uh, become desensitized to the Holy Spirit, to his help, because, you know, we want to take charge and do things our own way or whatever it be, and, and we, don't, we don't necessarily want the Holy Spirit's help. Um, but that's kind, of, that's kind of a silly position to take, because God's help is available, but you have to stay sensitive. You have to stay in touch and in tune with the Holy Spirit. So you have, we have, the ever-present, ever-ready help of God in the person of the Holy Spirit who doesn't just walk by you, but he's in you, he's with you, he'll be with you forever and ever. So he says, um, I'll give you another helper that he will abide with you forever. Now I just want you to clear, I want to clarify this again because it's so important. The Holy Spirit doesn't come on you or, or sit on your shoulder um, when everything is right in your life and you're living perfectly and you're doing everything just exact. And then when you make a mistake or you fail, or you sin, the Holy Spirit flies away and leaves you here by yourself. The word says that he would never leave you as an orphan. He said the Holy Spirit will be with you, be with you, be with you forever. I like to say it this way. You know, the Bible tells us that we've been sealed by the Spirit. I like to say it this way. We are watertight. The Holy Spirit isn't going to eek, leak, or drip out of you. He's here to help you. And, and some of the times when he's got to bring the greatest help to your life is when you're making mistakes in your life on an ongoing basis, he's trying to help you to come out of your mistakes and get back into the ways of God so, so that you can, you see, let me, let, me, let me just say this. See, God hates sin. You know why he hates sin? Because sin hurts people. And God doesn't like to see his creation and his people be hurt. Sin is a robber, it's a thief. And God doesn't want to see his people ripped off by sin. So the Holy Spirit is here to help us, help us in our spiritual walk, help us in our, in our search for God and the things of God, but he's also here to help us in every practical thing, in every practical way. God wouldn't, you know, wouldn't, he, he knows everything. What, what kind of God would it be if he were only here to help us with learning the word and growing spiritually, but wouldn't help us in the natural practical things of daily living that we face every day of our lives? Say, so, well, I know what to do, but I can't tell you. No, his help is available to us in any way that we would ever need it in every situation and circumstance of life. This is the joy of, of, the, of Christianity. This is the joy of the relationship we have with our God, that he's come to live with us. He doesn't come with us and leave us. He's not like, you know, Casper the friendly ghost. He's, not, he's a he, he's a person. He's the third person of the Trinity. 
That's why Jesus said he, he didn't say it, he said he is going to come and be with you and not only be with you, but he's going to be in you. In you. So, so God dwells inside every believer. So he goes on to say, he said he is the spirit of truth. See, you live close to the Holy Spirit, you're going to live in truth. Now I like to say it this way, the Holy Spirit will illuminate truth, but he will also expose error. So I like to say it this way, when truth is coming forth, your heart's going to rejoice. It's going to feel good. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Because that's the Holy Spirit signaling to you and telling you this is truth. But on the same side or the same token, when error is coming at you or you're in a situation where there's error, you're going to feel, you're going to know it's like, whoa, there's something wrong. Like mm, 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 flashing lights going on. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. Every time we disobey the Holy Spirit, the truth of the Spirit, the truth that's within us, we desensitize, our, desensitize ourselves to the Holy Spirit's voice. And some people can become so desensitized that we don't hear the voice of the Spirit anymore. We accept sin as being okay. Ooh. We accept wrong as right, say, so it's just the way I am. We become deadened to the very voice of the Spirit of truth. Because you could, you could believe a lie so much, that, or you could hear a lie so often, or think about a lie so often that it becomes truth to you, but it is not. It is not truth. In the beginning of that process, the Holy Spirit, who is the Spirit of truth, will show you, illuminate, highlight, say that's wrong, or, or expose it and say that's wrong. But if you shut him down, you desensitize yourself to the voice of the Spirit within you. But he's the Spirit of truth. That's why we must be lovers of truth. Let's tell the truth. Let's be real. Let's be honest. Let's be real with each other. Let's be real and honest with God. Because the Spirit of truth lives in us. And I'll tell you what, I can tell from my when people start, you know, I can smell it. Why? Because the Spirit of truth lives in me. You see, what you don't realize, you're not, you're not, you're not fooling anybody. Because if you're talking to, you might be fooling the world, but you're not fooling believers because the spirit of truth lives in them. The same spirit that's in you is in them. And when you're not telling the truth, other believers know it. So I'm big on this because we don't, we, we have the spirit of truth in us. Let's live and love the truth. Everybody say the truth. All right. So he is the spirit of truth. And then he goes on to say, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him because he dwells with you and will be with you. Simply he's saying this, he's saying the world cannot receive him. The world doesn't know him. And therefore they can't receive him because the Holy Spirit can only be perceived or recognized spiritually. We don't see him with our physical eye. We don't touch him with our physical touch. We can't hear him with our physical ear, but we know his work and the effects of his work in our life. We know his voice. How many of you know the voice of the Holy Spirit? Right. Some of you say, well, I don't know. I'm struggling with that. Hopefully when we get through this, this is going to help you and you're going to be more sensitive to the Holy Spirit, to his voice. But he says the world, can't, the world can't perceive him, can't understand him, because he's spiritually perceived. You have to be born again. You have to have received Christ. You have had to have a brand new spirit uh, uh, re renewed within you by the Spirit of God to perceive, to recognize, and to sense, and to know the Holy Spirit and his work in your life. So he says the world can't know him, the world, but you know him. So if he says you know him, that means you should know him. Did you hear what I said? If he says you know him, then Jesus expects you to know the Holy Spirit. Some of you are looking at me like, huh? Jesus expects you to know the Holy Spirit. Now, not, not, let, me, let, me, let me go down this way a little bit. Not just know about him. 
but to know him, to know him personally, to interact with him at a personal level. This is why there's not a day that goes by in my life where I'm not in contact with the Holy Spirit because I need his help. I need him in my life to help me because I can't do it by myself. Is everybody with me? So it's not just, see, that's, that's one of the things I think that many of us are really missing out on is we become too casual with the things of God. God doesn't want a casual relationship with you. He wants an intimate, strong, breathing, growing, developing relationship. He wants to prove himself to you and show himself to you in mighty ways. But you have got to want it in your life. See, he wants us to know him. Jesus said, you, you know him. You ought to know. In other words, every believer, every person who has accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior ought to know the Holy Spirit. You ought to know him in a very, very personal way. Amen. Jesus said it. So he said, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, but it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him. Why do you know him? Because he dwells with you and will be in you. In other words, you're going to know him by the effects of his work in your life. You're going to know him because your life, you're going to see it in your life. Your life is developing in a way that it's never developed before. You're thinking differently. You're acting differently. You're talking differently. Why? Because it's the Holy Spirit who's working in your life. So you're going to know him because you're going to see his effects. See, you can't gra grab hold of the wind. Right? Say, describe the wind. You can't describe it. Give it some physical character. You can't. The wind is the wind. But when the wind comes through, you, can, you know it. You can see the effects of the wind. What, what happens after the wind comes in, things change, especially if it's a strong wind. And that's exactly how the Holy Spirit is in our life. So he dwells, um, for he will dwell with you and be in you. So there it is, he's in us. I will not leave you orphans, I will come to you. So he will never leave us, he will never forsake us, he will be with us. All right, so let's go over. So we talked about, uh, those facts about the Holy Spirit. Let's read down and just for the sake of uh, review. He says in verse 25, he says, these things I've spoken to you while being present with you, but the helper, again he refers to him as the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, listen, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. So we, we now see the Holy Spirit as the teacher and the reminder now, the Holy Spirit, you know, is the best teacher that you could ever have, want, or desire. Everything that I've learned about ministry, I've, I've been in contact with great men of God. I've sat under great ministries. I've read great materials and great books and, and have studied hard. But it's the Holy Spirit who has taught me step by step the Word of God and how to apply it in my life. It's the Holy Spirit who taught me how to be a pastor. So the Holy Spirit is the master teacher, and I think I said this before, but... It's amazing to me, and I don't know if I told this group this story, but a, I can prepare one mes message on a weekend, preach it to 1,000 people, 800, 900, 1,000 people over the course of the weekend, and 1,000 different messages come out of one message. Why? Because the Holy Spirit takes what I preach, you receive it, and you take what you need, and the Holy Spirit makes that real to you. 
One person said to me a couple weeks ago, and if it's anybody, if you think this is you, just about every, uh, everybody has done this to me. All of you do it at, at different times, so I may not be talking about you. I don't remember who the person was. They stopped me in the hall and they said, Pastor, when you gave that verse and you said this, 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 and this, man, that really spoke to my life. That just helped me. And I stood there and I thought, I didn't give that verse. And I didn't say those things. I didn't say that at all. I went back to my notes. I, see, that was the Holy Spirit in something that I said. Even if it wasn't directly what I said, unlocked in them exactly what they needed by the Holy Spirit at the moment that I said something. What I said, I don't know that unlocked that truth to them, but it's what they needed and the Holy Spirit gave it to them. It didn't come by, they thought it was me, but it was him all the while. Come on, can you see it? Why? Because he is the master teacher. He is the awesome master teacher that comes to, and he will remind you. Along the way, he's going to remind you of all of the things that you have forgotten about that he has taught you. Many times I'm up here teaching and he'll remind me of a verse, remind me of a scripture, remind me of something that needs to be said. And it always fits absolutely beautifully in what I'm doing because he is the reminder. He will remind you along the way. He'll remind you of the things that you have learned and have forgotten about. See? So that's why we need to live close to the Holy Spirit because he's not only the teacher, but he's also the reminder. All right? So he says here, let's see where we, we go. Um, and let's go to verse 8. He says, oh, let's go to verse 26. When the Holy Spirit comes from, yeah, when the Holy Spirit comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who, who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me, and you also will bear witness. He will testify of me, and you will also bear witness. So that's talking about Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit directed witnessing to the world. In other words, the Holy Spirit, someone gives you their testimony, but it's only the Holy Spirit that can make that testimony convicting and life-changing to the person whom you give it to. See, this is where we get frustrated as believers. If we go out in the world, we, tell, we give our testimony. We don't have any, we don't, you know, people not, li- you think people aren't listening to you. Heaven will reveal how many people you, whether it be directly or indirectly, ha- are, are responsible in some way of bringing that person or persons to the Lord. Because when you speak the truth, it's the Holy Spirit's job to bring the conviction and to bring the convincing to that person that what you're saying is truth and it is for them and they need it. All I do is speak out the truth. All I do is tell them about Jesus. All I do is tell them about the good things of God. It's the Holy Spirit who bears witness. He's the one who proves it. He's the one who does the convincing. You're not the convincer. So stop trying to convince people. Now, we should do and give our best effort in our evangelism, but don't get to the point of frustration because sometimes there are people that will resist and you just have to be confident enough that you have done your job. You have laid the word on them and have given a lot of room for the Holy Spirit to bring the convincing and the conviction to them. And you've got to back off and just pray for them. Because sometimes you can turn people away because they feel it as flesh because that's really what it turns into. I've seen people do that, beat people over the head with the Bible. I mean, listen, I'll give you the truth, man. If you, listen, I'll put dinner on the table. If you don't want to eat it, that's your problem. I'm not going to go grab your head and stick your face in the plate. If you're, if you're dumb enough not to know that you're hungry and you need food, there's nothing I can do for you. So I'll call you a couple of times, but after that, it's like, all right, forget it. Go, go hungry, right? 
See, it's the Holy Spirit that does the convicting. It's him. He's the one who does the convincing. All we are are the tellers of truth. All we are are the proclaimers of the gospel. We preach, he convicts. We preach, he does, he convinces. He's the one who does that work. So our part is to go out into the world and do it. That's why we ought to be going out in the world and preaching. We ought to be going. See, don't wait for a pulpit. I think I said this some, to some group. Don't wait for a pulpit. It's preaching to go on in your job, you know. Witnessing going on in, the, in your neighborhood. Witnessing going on in the gym. It's a mission field out there. It's a mission field out there. And we've got to go out into the world and trust that the Holy Spirit is the one that does the convicting. He's the one that does the convincing. We're the tellers of truth. We're the speakers of truth. We're the proclaimers of the gospel. We deliver the message and the Holy Spirit slams it home. He drives it home. All we've got to do is tell the world about Jesus. And that's what he said. So he helps us in our witnessing for Jesus. He's the one that's going to do the thing. So he goes on to say, so when he comes... Uh, let's go to chapter 16. Let's go to verse 8. He says, and when he comes, or when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment, of sin because they do not believe in me, of righteousness because I go to my Father and you see me no more, and of judgment because of the ruler of this world is judged. The Holy Spirit's work is to convict people in the world of their sin. He tells you what he's going to convict them of. I've already been convicted of all these things. If you're, if you're a believer in the Lord, you've already been convicted of sin. Verse 9. You've already been con convicted that you lack righteousness in your life. And verse 11, you're already convicted about the judgment or about, the, about Satan and his work in this life and, and his work in your life. We've already been convicted on these things. So the Holy Spirit doesn't convict. It's our own human spirit that's been renewed by the Spirit of God that really pricks our heart. My conscience, no, I know what's right and I know what's wrong. I don't need the Holy Spirit to tell me, and so do you. You know what's right. You know what's wrong. You know when you do wrong. That's not, that, it's just, that, that just goes with the, with the territory. When you get born again, when, when the Spirit of God comes to live in you, your spirit is renewed and regenerated, and now you become a living spirit within you. I mean, the life of God is in you. You don't need the Holy Spirit to come on you and, and try to, that's your own conscience that's pricking at you. Just a small point, but I think it's interesting. Interesting to look at. All right. So he says, he says, let's go over to verse 13. So I want to talk about this for a little bit. However, when he, again, he, notice, the spirit of truth has come. Now listen, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you of things to come. Wow. He will guide you into all truth. So the Holy Spirit, part of the work of the Holy Spirit as helper is to guide the believer through this life. And that's how we are with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will show you and direct you and guide you to your destination or wherever it is that you want to go. Each and every one of us have what I like to call an HGPS, Holy Ghost Prompting System that's in you that will prompt you every step of the way because he has promised in his word to guide us and to direct us safely to our destination. But we have got to trust the promptings of the Holy Spirit just like you have to trust the promptings of the GPS. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. 
Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you missed any of the hundreds of inspiring, life-changing Bible study messages of encouragement taught by Pastor Ray on this More Than Conquerors radio station, such as those on salvation, healing, miracles, faith, forgiveness, and many more, podcast downloads of all these programs are yours free of charge by simply going to PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com and clicking on Podcasts. That's podcasts at either PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com. Thank you for listening to and supporting this ministry of God-centered lessons of integrity and victory from the Word of God and being ever mindful that as life's challenges come, God's Word is truth and will always impact our lives in a positive way in making us more than conquerors.